pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's John Bozica, 10 until noon, Monday through Friday. Here on 1480 WHBC. John Buzica, 1480 WHBC, going to go to the phone line here for our final guest of the morning. We're going to talk about critical race theory here with Scott DeMauro, president of the Ohio Education Association. Scott, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, John. How are you? Good. Doing well. Thanks for joining the program today. And uh, it's been a while, but uh, good to hear your voice again. Um, you know, it's it's interesting to me that this is an ongoing discussion uh within the state it seems like every time i turn around there's some new idea about critical race theory that is taking a hold of some part of the state house the state senate whatever it may be there's educators speaking out about it i guess i would ask you what your thoughts are on critical race theory and what role you feel it should play in the classroom well, I think it's a, a important conversation to have, but I'd, I'd start out by saying that, you know, this is uh, something that's really just emerged in the last couple of months, and it's part of an organized, very deliberate effort at the national level uh, to really create a division uh, in our communities over controversial, controversial issues related to race. Um, you know, we are very focused right now as educators and uh, advocating to ensure that every single one of our students, uh, regardless of their race, regardless of their background, their, their family income, the community in which they live, uh, every student has the resources that they need to have a high-quality education. That's why we're advocating right now uh, as we speak in the legislature for the Fair School Funding Plan. Uh, but for some reason, you know, there is this effort to distract and divide uh, over this issue. You know, first off, critical race theory isn't even uh, part of curriculum in K-12 education. Um, you know, it's, it's something that it's uh, an academic dis- discipline that maybe you would hear about if you're in a law school program or if you're in graduate studies in sociology uh, but it really doesn't have anything to do with what we teach our students. You know, our, our curriculum is all about uh, teaching our content standards, uh, teaching uh, age-appropriate ways to help our students understand uh, the world in which they live. You know, I personally am a 30-year high school social studies teacher. Uh, I've taught history. It's always been very important uh, that I teach my students truth about our history, truth about our nation. And, uh, you know, the attacks on so-called critical race theory are, are really an effort to undermine that. It's the voice of Scott DeMauro from the Ohio Education Association. Scott, do you think that this is something that's good for kids in Ohio, good for education in Ohio, or, or is it something that you think is overall bad? Well, again, it depends on what you're what you're talking about. Uh, we're talking about critical race theory. It's 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 not even an issue in in our curriculum, um, and so 
you know, as an academic discipline uh, in a, you know, higher education setting, you know, I think it's important to have, you know, a free exchange of ideas. We shouldn't be in the business of banning, you know, discussion of, of controversial issues. Um, I think what is good and what is very important and what a lot of school districts have, have really done uh, incredible work on, and, and we've been very supportive of it, is uh, making sure that our schools are inclusive. So that every student, regardless of their racial background, regardless of their identity, uh, feels that they have a safe place to learn, that they see themselves uh, in the curriculum. Uh, it's important that we are uh, lifting up diversity, that we have diverse perspectives, that we have people from diverse backgrounds uh, serving as teachers, ser serving as education support professionals. Uh, because we know we have a very, very diverse uh, community of learners. Uh, and it's important to, to address equity. Um, there are inequities in our system. It is a sad but um, very true uh, reality, uh, and we've seen evidence of it. Um, it's true in our education system. It's true in housing. It's true in uh, different sectors of the economy. We've heard a lot of discussion you know, over the last year and more. Uh, about how this plays out in our criminal justice system. You know, we need to, to address inequities in the system, and we need to do what we can to overcome them. Addressing inequities, sometimes that can be hard to pinpoint, I guess, for, you know, someone that's trying to teach about that, someone that's trying to explain that. What do you think the best way is to do that so that it's easy to understand and so that it doesn't become... I don't know if distasteful is the right word, but so that it doesn't become controversial for someone who views it. And and I know oftentimes you say that and people are like, well, it's only controversial to those who believe in that or are are racist. But what do you what do you do to make that easier, Scott? Well, well, for one, you got to stick to the facts. Uh, you can't you can't be um, teaching in a way that uh, introduces a personal bias you know, or some kind of, you know, ideological agenda. That's not what, that's not what we do as, as educators. Um, you know, we have to, we have to teach our students the truth. Um, and again, as a, as a high school history teacher, uh, if I would be teaching about um, American history and, and teaching, for example, about uh, slavery and the impact that uh, debates over slavery and, and, you know, the interests of, of uh, slave holders had in how our founding documents were formed. And then obviously everybody's aware of, of how the Civil War was fought over the issue of slavery. But then even after the Civil War, there was, there was a legacy of slavery that continued. Uh, and in many ways, you know, the inequities from Jim Crow and discrimination and so forth uh, are part of our society today. We have made great progress, for sure. And, and I will say, we have a great nation. Uh, but what makes our nation great is that people who see injustices have come together uh, to work to rectify that and, and to make our nation better. If, if we're not teaching the full truth uh, in an honest way, uh, and again, in an age-appropriate way, I think that's, that's important to point out, uh, then how can we ever expect to get better as a nation? And, and as an educator, I went into teaching because I want my students to be good, thoughtful citizens uh, so that they can fully participate in our democracy. 
Well, and the, and the other piece to it is Scott Tomorrow is my guest, president of the Ohio Education Association. The other piece to it, too, is that people say, well, you're teaching kids by teaching the truth, if you will, to hate America. What, what do you say to that, Scott? Being someone who has been an educator for so long, what do you say to someone who says that? Well, I mean, I want my students to be good, thoughtful citizens because I love America, and I want them to love their country as well. Uh, but when you love someone, when you love something, uh, it's important to uh, confront you know, the good and the bad. And what are the things that we need to do in order to improve? Um, you know, if uh, you came to me, let's say I were a doctor uh, and you were my patient and you had high blood pressure uh, and I didn't tell you that you had high blood pressure uh, because I didn't want you to feel uncomfortable uh, I don't think I would be acting in a very loving way towards you. Uh, in the same way, you know, in our education system, and as we think about our nation, our nation's history, our nation's culture, uh, the things that, that the issues that we confront today, uh, we all have a responsibility to, uh, because of our love for our nation, uh, to do what we can do to make it better. And that comes with pointing out the good and the bad, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's what that's what gets lost is that there's I think there's sometimes a sense that blind patriotism is better than than teaching what actually happened that, you know, I won't say whitewashing history, but but teaching it through that view is better than actually saying what happened, you know? Yeah. And, and I I've always been, you know, confused by that perspective. And and uh, again, I think sometimes. Uh, when when we see these controversies erupt, um, you know the question has to be asked: What are what are we trying to mask? You know, what are we trying to hide? What is it that we don't want people to uh, to know or to be thinking about or to be talking about? Um, we need to have honest conversations. We owe it to our students uh, to be truthful and honest with them, because uh, if we're not, how can we expect them to grow as learners? And, and how can we expect to get better as a nation? Scott DeMauro, president of the Ohio Education Association. Scott, I always appreciate the time and uh, look forward to uh, talking again in the future. Thank you, John. It's been a pleasure.